0: Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Sue Ann, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Jim is spending the week down at Augusta National as the uh, Masters is being contested this week. And Jim, you've been on the grounds for a, a while now. Tell us about your impressions and your column a little bit today.
1: It's rainy. Uh, well, it was rainy yesterday. It is actually just kind of overcast, threatening today. Uh, weekend does not look good. This place drains really well, but... Uh, two two notes. One is that uh, it'll be a very interesting tournament if it's wet conditions uh, might favor the longer hitters and take longer clubs into the greens. But it also could favor people like Spieth and Cam Smith, who are really good wedge players. If everything uh, if the ball doesn't roll and everything all the par fives end up being three shot par fives, that's the way that uh, uh, Zach Johnson and Trevor Emmerlin and people like that won here in the past. Um, it really, you know. It's pretty fascinating week here because of live golf mm-hmm. the conflict between live golf players and the PGA players, uh, the c- apparent separation between the top three players in the world, Scheffler, Rahm and McElroy and everybody else. Tiger being on the grounds, but not really expected to contend. Mickelson back after missing a year. There's just a lot. There's a lot going on here.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. And uh, you know, hopefully they can get it in. Have they had? Are they talking about uh, you know contingency plans? I mean, uh, hopefully it's not a lightning storm too, because then you simply can't play. If it's just kind of a drizzle, you know, you can play through it. What are they talking about at this point?
1: They really aren't talking about it. They hmm. they desperately want to have masters green jacket be handed out in prime time on Sunday. That, that is really their only plan. Mm. They have, if they had to change it, they obviously, you know, if, if they can't control it, if, if it's the weather's just too bad. Of course they would play on Monday, but they really will do everything they can to finish by Sunday afternoon. first masters I covered down. It was 2005. And that was the day that it just Saturday got, kind of washed out and then tiger made his comeback by playing uh the end of the third round and then all the last round on uh wow i'm seeing a drone over the practice screen it's really weird to see augusta national adopting new technology um (laughs) um, and and so they they desperately want to have a, a sunday afternoon masters finish and as you said if it's not lightning, maybe they just let the guys play through a certain amount of rain.
0: Yeah, gear up, uh, wear that rain gear. Has there been any talk around there about uh, the consideration of potentially uh, changing golf ball and trying to limit the, uh, you know, how distant, how, how much distance a golf ball will carry?
1: Yes and no. It, it's a big topic for all the media here. I don't think players are too worried about that this week. All they're thinking about is the Masters. We just asked Roy about it at the press conference, and he said, he, you know, Said he kind of gave it, and he Roy is the best. Roy answers every question, Mm -hmm. but he said there's you know a lot of arguments to be made on both sides. It's very nuanced. One thing he said was, you know, the one it's much easier to change the nature of golf equipment than it is to change a golf course. Now, Mm here Augusta National last year they uh pushed the 15th tee back, this year they're pushing the 13th tee back, uh, they pushed the fifth tee back before, but you know, they're Augusta National, they can spend. 10 million dollars remake in the hole not not all, not all golf courses can do that um so you know the and i saw i heard Chambly and a couple of the other guys on golf channel last night debating it mm-hmm. and Chambly and you know uh Chambly was making the case that the best players still win uh distance doesn't hurt the game It actually might popularize the game uh and then other people saying, well, what about in 20 years? If you keep, if the ball flies a yard farther every year or so, you know, 20 years from now, you're making all the courses obsolete. And so there's, there are so many different aspects to this argument. I do think the, and another, somebody else brought up, what if you uh, limited tee height, you know, you can only use so long a tee, then you can't just launch the the ball as high. You have to play more of a control game. Uh, You can, you can, you can limit the length of shafts that would limit it some of the long drives. But to me, to me, I like simple, uh, yeah. simple developments. I mean, why not scale back the professional ball to a certain specification? And people are still gonna hit it 300 yards, mm-hmm. they just might not hit it 350 and have a wedge into a par five.
0: Any, uh, uh, idea when they might release the tea times I've been checking the masters uh, website masters.com I haven't seen the tea times announced yet
1: good question I can, honestly I cannot remember if they do that on Tuesday night or on, or during the day on Wednesday mm. I almost feel like it's a Wednesday thing these okay. the Wednesdays a very slow day here there's tons of press conferences today uh, there were some yesterday Wednesday's really the par three and some practice rounds I think that I, if I remember correctly uh, they release those tomorrow.
0: Just because I'm kind of devilish this way, I'd like to see Patrick Reed and Rory McIlroy.
1: <laughs> oh, we all would. We absolutely all would. And, and that's going to be the interesting thing, is the Masters could play this, uh, you know, hey, let's avoid conflict, let's play PGA players together and live players together and make sure nobody's mad at each other, but good Lord, I mean, if you like drama, if you like entertainment, you yeah, want Rory, Rory, Patrick, and you know, and Mickelson playing together or, or, you know, tiger, you want tiger and Mickelson and you want Rory and Reed and you want Bryson DeChambeau and like Jordan Spieth, you know, yeah. you want to see some fireworks.
0: Yeah, that's right. Have you seen tiger? Have you had eyes on him yet?
1: Yeah. I uh, followed him during his practice round yesterday. Uh, you know, a slight limp, uh, but you know, Rory talked about it. a lot of people talk about it. They say, listen, he's still hitting it great on the range. He's still hitting it great on the course his hands, his chipping, his putting, uh, his ability to think his way around this golf course. They're all tremendous assets. It's just nobody expects him to be able to walk. This, and, you know, Rory just brought it up. This is one of the hilliest, most difficult walking courses on tour. Mm. And we saw when Tiger made his comeback a couple of years ago, he played really well for two rounds, and then Saturday he just couldn't hold it together anymore. I think it showed most in his putting. Yeah. It, it's just really it, – he doesn't play much anymore. He doesn't walk courses like this very often. It's just there's you could see him hanging in for a round or two, but there's just no way the legs going to really hold up for four rounds of good golf. Yeah,
0: has he? I know he's said so far I'm not I'm not ever going to ride, uh, but he could get an exemption, couldn't he, to ride if if he if he wanted to? Isn't that available?
1: Uh, theoretically he could. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think you'll ever see a golf cart on the Masters grounds. Yeah. Um, I also don't think Tiger would ever allow himself to, I, I think tiger would retire before he arrived in golf court yeah. during a tournament
0: for my money i wish he'd ride so we could see you know just how good yeah. a player he is uh hey you know i was watching uh, some espn talk tv uh this morning todd McShay did his latest mock draft He has the Vikings taking quarterback Hendon Hooker from Tennessee with the 23rd pick. He also said that the Vikings have been scouting Will Levis and Anthony Richardson, two other quarterbacks, not in the top two. Of course, they're going to go one, two, uh, in case they start to fall in the draft. He said they've been quietly doing a lot of due diligence on those three quarterbacks.
1: Well, as we always say, don't uh, when you cover sports, don't listen to what people say. Watch what they do.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And the Vikings have not extended Kirk Cousins. And before last season started, uh, listen. I think we're all thrilled with the way Cousins played last year. But mm-hmm. before last season started, cozy did an interview where he said, uh, "You know, he's not Patrick Holmes or Josh Allen, or whatever. You know, I mean, they know what Kirk Cousins is. He's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's their long-term plan, um, but he is. He's a good quarterback. So they don't need to rush." Out and get a good quarterback but this would be a logical time there's no succession plan here and mm-hmm. cousins isn't signed to a long-term contract i i really think you know we don't know what they're going to do yet uh they would be foolish not to do due diligence on quarterbacks who might fall to their slot we don't know whether they would take one if he was actually there levis scares the heck out of me with the way he's talking uh, uh richards richardson might be the ideal developmental quarterback mm-hmm. um you know and H- 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 i don't I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion on, on yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if a quarterback's the best player available there, you would be foolish not to take
0: him. And then Hooker will be 25. Some think that's a drawback. Others think that's a positive, that he has as much experience uh, as he does. Mike Tannenbaum, who's a longtime former uh, GM in the NFL, thats uh, he really likes Hooker, and he thinks that the Vikings would get him there, that that would, be, that would be a good pickup for them and that he'd be ready to go fairly quickly.
1: Yeah, and... Either- I, I have got not gotten into a lot of draft yeah. analysis yet. Yep. I'll just say if you, if you can get somebody like Justin Jefferson with that pick, you take Justin Jefferson. But but listen, there's there's no way around it. If there's a quarterback you like, you owe it to your franchise to take him.
0: Yep. If Joey Gallo can hit 220 this year for the Twins, he might hit 35 or 40 home runs and really be a, a middle of the order hitter.
1: Yes, I think so. He's going to strike out. We know that. You just want the, the, the strikeouts to be, you know, part of a trade off with tremendous power, and tremendous power he has, you know. Uh, and he's a really – he's an excellent outfielder. He's a good first baseman. Um, if he can produce enough runs, then the batting average is
0: almost irrelevant. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.